have is adult language, gore, adult themes, etc. Are we? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck it up so many times. That's oh my god. Yeah. Disclaimer. <laughs> At the end, I suck my own dick. Oh god damn it, Eric. Oh no. Oh jeez, you bamboozled me again. Disclaimer. Gore, adult themes, gore, adult language, gore, etc. Gore. Gore. Have you seen Berserk? Have you watched the third Golden Arc Age movie of Berserk? That's the podcast. <laughs> Disclaimer. Okay, what do we got? Maybe I'm. I'm probably not the best person at this. You are though. I talk the slowest. Okay. Fuck it up so much. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Alright, I'll count down for you. Let me know when you're ready, okay? Hold up. Oh, yeah, okay. It's already rolling. You can just do, oh. do as many as you I'll want. I'll count down oh, so you can. Cool. Yeah. Let me know when you're ready. 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 Disclaimer, this podcast contains gore, violence, adult language, and themes not appropriate for young listeners. You have been warned. <laughs> Fuck! Did that ruin it? Yeah, dude. Fucking A. I think you got it. Drunks and Dragons. Okay. Violent, adult gore language, themed appropriate for not you. <laughs> not you. Yeah. If you are under 18, you may consider seeking asylum help. Not that you can find one today, but there's a bar named the Asylum in Ketchikan. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Disclaimer, this podcast contains gore, violence, adult language, and themes not appropriate for young listeners. You haven't warned. Uh, so, is this good? Right here? A little closer. A little closer. A little bit closer. How's this? I mean, okay. Disclaimer, this podcast contains gore, violence, adult language, and themes not appropriate for young listeners. You have been warned. Hey guys, just wanted to touch base with you on um, the status of the podcast. We uh, took a week off last week, and um, in the spirit of the warm weather we've been having, uh, we all decided to go camping. This week we'll be uh, taking another break as we collect more content to uh, get onto the podcast we'll be airing a good friend of mine james's podcast called quality interruption we'll be playing uh, episode 175 which is uh david kenyon webster's jaws hope you all enjoy Okay, everybody, welcome to episode 175. We made it. 
of a quality interruption. My name is James Kisslingberry, General Layabout. My name is Cruz Flores, actor dad. And today, we did a little film I'd like to call Jaws. This film is from 1975, so Cruz, celebrate. We finally synced up some numbers with an episode. We did it long enough, and it finally happened for us. Wait, what number of episode is this? The, it's 1975. Oh, it's okay. Episode 175. Awesome. And I, I wanted, I mean, this whole episode will probably be close, bro, not exactly on, but close to the 4th of July. That's yes. I, I mean, well, that's just planned. I mean, that's mm-hmm. obvious. That that one, that one, not so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, it's. Oh, you're page. talking about serendipity. Yes. I'm okay. talking about numbers. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, so this film is, of course, directed by Steven Spielberg. Mm. Uh, it stars Roy Scheider, Richard Dreyfuss. And Robert Shaw, a rare triple R. So that's all, that's exciting for everybody. What's his middle name? Uh, who cares? It's everybody's middle name. It's just R? Who gives a shit? Rory. What? No. It's oh, the guy's name. Oh, uh, anyways. Oh, you're saying the... the... So, connections we have. Okay. Uh, we've done multiple. We have done a month of Spielberg films before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't recommend you listen to any of those episodes because they're bad movies. Actually, Except- download the episodes, don't listen. And don't watch the movies, either. They're Ro- bad movies. Raiders of the Lost Ark is good. Oh, shit, we did do... Did we do that as... That, that, was, of- our pr- that was our present at the okay, end. Okay, you're you right. Know? Okay, because you know what? We- listen to that one. That's a good one. Through. I mean, you've probably seen Jurassic Park, too. Everybody has. Yeah, but if you, can break avoid it down. It, if you can avoid it, mm-hmm. don't. Because you know here's what I'll get... You know what? Let me give you a spoiler alert for that one. That one scene with the trailer is good, and the mm-hmm. rest of it's a bad movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, and the wheat field. That's good. Anyways, mm-hmm. we'll move mm-hmm. on. Do we do Temple of Doom? No, care. we haven't done Temple of Doom. Who gives a shit? We'll get, we'll get it to it. Yeah. I, I feel like I've just, I'm always just constantly almost watching Temple of Doom. But anyways, uh, moving on. Of course, we've done a Richard Dreyfuss film before, which was... Always? No, what film did we do? Uh... Anyways. Uh, we've done Robert Shaw, and I forgot. We had, we had done um, recently, we have not released the episode, but we did, of course, uh, From Russia With Love. Mm-hmm. But then I forgot, we also did... One of the greatest films of all time, which is the taking of Pelham One Two Three. Oh yeah, which was um, this is why I bring up serendipity. We did that for episode one hundred and twenty-four because we're fucking idiots. Yep, we just barely missed or, it. Or it's episode one hundred and twenty-two. I one both are tragic in different ways. No, but, we did one twenty-four. Yeah, it's 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 a fucking mess. It's okay. Yeah, but anyways, uh, of course. And then what else have we done? We've done John Williams score, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if we did. Superman was just white guy square glasses, right? Uh, no, it was. It, it was. It was. Anyways, it was we've watched fun. this film together. We mm-hmm. have. We have enjoyed Superman together, and I'm sure we've also done other John Williams scores. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, last but not least, Roy Scheider, mm-hmm. which we did the episode Sorcerer. Sorcerer comes up a lot, folks. And uh, of course, Cruz did not do that one with me. That was with uh, Metal Man. No, Eric I did. Bryan. I was here. Did you do that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was here, and I liked uh, Sorcerer. I think of all of the overblown, over budget. Just, um, 70s Hollywood destroying movies, Sorcerer is the best one. Sorcerer is real fucking good. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't count Reds, because that was in the 80s. Yeah, uh, I think Reds. I don't want to talk about Reds. Yeah, but whatever. I, Reds was Reds, well, Reds is Reds. Reds mm-hmm. does not qualify in, I don't think, when you have Heaven's Gate. Right, right, right. I, I, it's very difficult. Uh, but anyways, both movies have a lot of trains. But we're talking about, of course, Jaws. Jaws. Um, Cruz... When was the first time you watched Jaws? Oh, jeez. What was your first experience? You know, I realize I'm bringing this on myself. I'm bringing up childhood. But when was the first time that you saw this film? Here's the thing, James. I don't know. Just like Star Wars and Indiana Jones, it's just a part of growing up that's like, you know, a What's memory. your earliest memory? 
My earliest memory is asking is probably seeing the third one and asking my parents how they killed the the shark in the first one. And he said they put a gas pill in the water and then shot the pill. And I couldn't figure it out how that worked. Or a gas canister, I Did guess. Did you say pill? Yeah. Because that sounds like ESL stuff. Yeah. Like, which I don't, which is tough because, yeah. I, I, I don't believe your folks are ESL or no, anybody. No, you, no, yeah. no, So that no. makes it just like, ah, you know, or maybe it was just tired. They your didn't tired quite dad remember. going yeah. like, ah, you know, a pill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to go back to sleep. It was it's very, it was very so difficult for me cruise, to. Cruz, it's 5.50 in the morning. Picture it, you know? Um, but I, I mean, I remember like once I got into movies, just sitting down and watching the whole thing and being like, wow, this is a way better than Jaws two or three or four or whatever. Yeah, Those movies are impossibly bad. (laughs) Yeah, they are. They Um, really are. I mean, I think this might have the, the, the lowest sync from original to sequels. Yeah, I think this is definitely one of those. I mean, this is, I don't know about that per se, but definitely, uh, choose one that choose a franchise that gets. I know. I mean, I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're probably you're you're not far wrong, but definitely this is in the school of bad like horror movie sequels. We're like, mm-hmm. hey, that made a ton of money. Just mm-hmm. throw up and throw out another one. Like yeah. this is pre Star Wars mm-hmm. when actually well, uh, this is well this is post Godfather too. But uh, this is definitely still within the realm of like sequels should be bad. Yeah, sequels should be just cash ins. Jurassic Park may get to that point if they make enough of them because they're just becoming Transformers now. Well, those are just shitty movies, but those movies are very high. Those aren't cash-ins. Mm-hmm. They're they're still horrifically cynical, but they're not bad in the way that like a Friday the 13th right. sequel was bad. They're not chintzy. Yeah, or, or Halloween, which is like, we'll give you half the budget mm-hmm. and we'll, you know... Yeah. Use some other director. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. But um, not crapping on the memory. (laughs) No. uh, Also, I would go ahead and say that making bad Jurassic Park sequels is more in tune with what Jurassic Park is than is making a good Jurassic Park movie. Because they've all, except for the first one, they're all bad. Yeah. But, anyways, we're moving on. We're talking about Jaws. We're talking about about Jaws. Jaws. Sorry. I'm sorry, James. No, Cruz, it's okay. This is, we're just, we're getting things out. Uh, So, I know this, I know this is a very personal movie to you. Because you are always in fear of a shark coming at you? Fucking yeah. That's where they live. Yep. Live in the ocean. They're machines bred to kill. Anyways, mm. I'm not, we're, not talking about, we're not talking about oceanic oceanographics, okay? Mm. We're talking Jaws. Uh, so I have a lot of distinct memories of having watched Jaws on TV because yeah. it was just always on TV, like nonstop. It's like this aliens, Predator. I could probably build up a, like a, a bigger list of movies that just always seem to be on KTLA 5. Yeah. Um, or possibly UPN. Um, Back then it was KCOP. KCOP, wow. They just was had channel... What, no, what 13, was channel That was 13. Nine. Was it? Okay, you're right. Yeah, and it was just, it changed over. Right, and it was just movies all damn day, Saturday and Sunday. Like, from the moment yeah. you woke up until the late night, it was just movie after K-Kel movie was after nine, movie. right? Yeah, KKL KKL was 9. Okay, and that's gone. But anyways... Uh, KKL Nine was always the, the like the crappy station. Yeah, it was. it was always like if you want to watch rerun sitcoms, sometimes there would be a Disney Afternoon on it. You're right. Yeah, that's where the syndicated cartoons were. Everything mm-hmm. else was terrible. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so I'm watching. So as I'm watching Jaws last night, I realized I've never actually seen the entirety of Jaws. Really? I have never watched Jaws. Wow. I have seen many. I have seen the ending many times. Yeah. I have seen middle parts. I've never seen the beginning. I uh, maybe I have. See, here's the thing: is I mis I have misremembered all of the bits, like mm-hmm. the part where the the two Hicks are on the dock. Mm-hmm. I remember as being the beginning of the film, right? 
because it's just in my mind that's what it is i so, mean well i mean you should remember because we saw 1941 oh yeah there you go the same actress Ugh. i know well you know i mean I, stanley kubrick's allowed to be wrong once yeah uh or well actually now i'm thinking about you know what, let's not talk about stanley kubrick being nah. terrible anyways uh Think things are bad enough. He's dead, so we don't have to worry about it. Um, so yeah, I realize this is actually the first time that I have seen Jaws from beginning to end. And let me tell you what, Cruz. Let's hear it. Jaws is a very good movie. <sighs> Stop the presses. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead, folks. Uh, big bold statement coming out of Jimmy K on mm-hmm. um, June 26, 2018. Mm-hmm. Jaws, pretty good. Now, Solid. So, so like since that time, for the last like I don't know. Uh, intermittently the last, uh, you know, eight or so years. I try to watch it over the summer. It's a great summer movie. You know what? See, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It's, it's about swimming. Mm-hmm. It's about America. Yeah. It's about government malfeasance. The exactly. most American of, of all things. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, this is my main premise. This movie is about uh, ostensibly three things. Mm. Um, and I'll get, there's a punchline at the very end of this that okay. I'll get okay, to Okay, so later. I won't say anything. I'll no. just keep uh, Well, no, the punchline's at the end of the episode. Oh, all right. uh, one, this film, this film is about panic. Yeah. This film is just about moral panic, mm-hmm. which you could fit into just about, well, I mean, it's just a classic 19... That's a classic, like, science fiction thing. Yeah, like 50s... Yeah, you know, horror and, movies, yeah. I should say. Um, except instead of the Reds, it's literally just a shark. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, this film is about poor governance. Yes. Um, I think it being the 4th of July is a nice little nice little button, mm-hmm. but this film is primarily just about the ineffectuality of... Sh- of well, shills mm-hmm. about people. So I, and, I, do want, I do want that blazer. And the influence of business... Yeah, uh, on governance. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's money, 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 money. Mm-hmm. Um, and last but not least, uh, this film is about masculinity. Yes, this film is about the perception of masculinity. Just like uh, Duel, which is kind of like a dry run for Jaws. Yeah. Duel's um, done. you know what it does very like obliquely. Duel used to be on TV all the time. Yeah, that's another movie. Um, what it did very obliquely. This is a lot more. Um obvious and specific about yes but it does i you know i think it does a better job because it takes more time with it you know uh, yes it, it jaws breathes much better um also so uh i mean this is the obvious point about jaws but this is the the beginning of like the blockbuster era yes which again i think also kind of is thinking about it now jaws is this very interesting sort of like tr- not it's like transitional film mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it's moving from like kind of older Hollywood like studio stuff which yeah. it like ended in the fifties but like this is sort of new this is new Hollywood mm-hmm. this is blockbusters mm-hmm. and it's moving from like back when genre films like this are B movies yeah typically B movies and then now these are the movies that make all of the money mm-hmm. and again with the sequels is this the sequ- this film the series Jaws is much more Planet of the Apes than it is Star Wars. Yes, it Even is. though it is much thematically similar, it is much more Star Wars in its substance than it is Planet of the Apes. Well, there is a no, lot of substance here. So dope. Yeah, I know, absolutely. Like, I'm, not, I'm not saying it isn't, but I'm just saying um, this film has a lot more in common with the films of the era than other films in this genre. So I've seen like a couple of um, videos on Jaws. Or no, I watched a couple of videos on Jaws and I listened to a podcast I would recommend called The Soundtrack Show. Where a guy goes in depth with like all sorts of soundtracks. He did like That'd a be pretty good. Yeah, he did like a four part series on just Star Wars: A New Hope. 
So like, okay, that's too long. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. That's too. Uh, how long are the episodes? Uh, like an hour. That's too. Uh, that's too long. I know. And like two, he did two episodes on Jaws. I mean, I get it, but I, he did it. He did two episodes because he says that the movie, and I, I agree, is basically split in two between the first half. Which is or not exactly half in running yeah, time. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. It, there's two parts. There's land and there's sea. The land is a horror suspense movie, and the sea is an adventure movie. Yeah. Okay. And, yes. And so the first part of it, like here, here's the sound thing that I will uh, recommend. That I will say that I will parrot because I think it's really good. In all of the time on the land. You don't uh, – everybody – you know, you've heard about, like, you don't see the shark because the, the mechanical shark didn't work and all that. Uh, sorry, go on. But John Williams' score fills in for the shark, and it's very, very honest. Most horror movies would try and trick you uh. at least once. But until we get to the ocean, every time you hear the Jaws theme, Jaws is close by, and the louder it gets – the closer he, Jaws is, the shark is near you. Do you and think you don't the jaw? Do you think that's diegetic? <laughs> that, that's just the sound that Jaws source, makes. I think it is. I yeah. think it is. That's, that's my. Like, that's the Jaws pump up music. The shark has like headphones yeah. that it's like listening uh-huh. to. Like, yeah, baby, so, I'm gonna chomp into some sh- swimmers tonight. Uh, so that was another thing about this movie. Um, they fucking murder a child, and yeah. it's, they just fucking waste a baby, and it's dope. It's like... I didn't see... So, again, not having watched this film... Oh, yeah. I, I have not watched this film on TV, which is, like, the exclusively the only time I've ever watched it. So when people mention, oh, that's when the head pops out, I have never saw the head. Yeah. I never saw any of the, the body parts or anything. So, like, no, the actual you see, impact... You no, see no, that... No, I didn't. Yes, I know. Pour right out a kid, and the shark... And, yeah, the first time I saw that, I was in college... At, you know, watching it in a, 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 a what do you call it, uh, class? Class? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, that shark just bit into a kid. Yeah, so having never, again, misremembered so much of this film mm-hmm. and, and having no real memory of, of, of any of it, mm-hmm. um, I was shocked at so much of this film of like, whoa, they, the shark's actually killing people. Yeah, it is. That shark murders a baby, uh, uh, murders a woman. Uh, it murders an old dude, which is nice. Um, so, like... Does it only kill three people? Ye- well, okay. Let's go through okay, it. Okay, uh, and... Okay, four. Yeah. Chrissy, uh, Alex Kittner, this, the dog. It, it eats the dog. You know, presumably. Either that or the dog just drowned. What you do, know? Which dog? Remember the guy's throwing the stick, and he's calling for the dog, and the stick comes back, and it's just like... Coming on the show. No, I have oh. no recollection of that. Oh, okay. I, li- I, I I watched the entirety of this film. I was not walking in and out either. I have zero recollection of that. It's happening. supposed to be a, a foreshadow of uh, Jaws uh, eaten. So after oh, that, when, wait, the, when when was this? What part of the? It's right before Alex Kittner uh, gets eaten. It's the it's like right before. It's like foreshadowing Alex Kittner. Oh, I have Kit- no Kittner idea. Eaten. No. So that's three people. Um, the uh, the the, the well, fishing two people, guy. Two people and a dog. Two people and a dog. The fishing guy. The uh, and then I think that's it. Quint. Quint. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, four four bodies is. Pretty I mean, good. look, I'm just saying one body's too many. But right. this is look. But hey, the, the beginning is maybe more... the mayor has a point. I mean, four pe- one person. I mean, you know, automobiles kill more people than sharks. Well, you know, we we'll get into that, James. I just want the mayor to be like, hey, you know what? You know, you, you want me to yeah, stop I get, the cars? I could get killed any. Yeah, that's all. That's all I want him to do. It's like, what? You want me to take away cars? 
Um, they do that on Mackinac Island. No, not Mackinac. It's somewhere in Michigan. Who cares? Fun island jokes for everybody. The bit, the 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 first half of the movie is the the land part of the movie has a lot of Hitchcock to it, especially that out right before Alex Kittner gets eaten because there's a lot of crowds, there's a lot of distraction. You know, it, it's that that classic like somebody is like terribly preoccupied with something and like nobody will leave them alone. That is a very yeah. That's a yeah. Okay, I see that. Also, um. It's interesting because it doesn't quite become Hitchcockian at any point because it's mm-hmm. never affected. Mm-hmm. Like Brian De Palma's Hitchcockian because right. Brian De Palma can't help himself. But yeah. Spielberg, you never think of as being a director with affect, mm-hmm. right? Like even even Martin Scorsese isn't a guy you would do that. But like every once in a while, Martin Scorsese is going to have like a um, like a an iris dissolve, right? And you're going to go, oh, uh, oh, he's going to have a star wipe, and you go, oh, okay. I mean, well, it leads into like the very other than John Williams, but uh, it has that um, what do you call it the 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 uh, focus in while pulling out. Oh yeah, the vertigo. Yeah, the, the vertigo. vertigo I mean, sure that it's it's called something else. This but is, it's a, the this vertigo is probably thing. one of the best uses of the vertigo vertigo effect, including vertigo. Maybe the best in any movie. Yes. I would say it's better than Vertigo, because Vertigo's just like, oh, stairs. Mm-hmm, You're mm-hmm. like, all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, insurance fraud. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, so what's interesting is is that it never quite become full-blown Hitchcockian because of the fact that you've got some real sweet 1970s sound mixing. Yeah. You've got a lot of people just off mic. And it's a, the best. And a lot of those people, he just hired a bunch of people from Martha's Vineyard, just locals just coming up and like saying one line. It's real good. And it's it's excellent. And everybody just looks so 70s. Everybody you know? is sunburned to shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody is in that bad, oh, the sun is good for you, mm-hmm. 1970s look, which is like, no, white people, stay well, out of the sun. Well, yeah, it's that white people who live on an island kind of look, you know? Or a hat. <laughs> Like, like Australians too. Yeah, you know? Australians. Australians. Are like, oh no, you can't go out in the sun. It'll fucking kill you. What are you mad? All red. Well, the shark used to come around here twenty years ago. Fucking uh, Islanders. Fucking bunch of fucking bunch of oaky locals. But a thing that Spielberg does. Yeah, you're right. It's hard to see all of his tricks. Like you, you go for the. There's some obvious ones, but then there are some low key ones. Like the fact that there are so many scenes. That are like transitions that in any other movie, in a movie before this, would be a transition of going from one scene to another. But no, in this movie, that's the scene. Him walking from like the house to outside or from his from his office in to like, like somewhere else. Long great takes. Yeah. There's a lot of long takes in this film that I did not realize. Yeah, they are great. And like people just coming up There's and There's a being dude, like, he walks onto a ferry, they film him on the ferry, then he gets off the ferry. It's Beautiful. Who and, does that? You know, he, it's, it's like, like he, two cuts in that entire scene. It's like, and it. it I'm it, sorry, it, I'm yelling about Jaws. No, it also reminds me of uh, Akira Kurosawa in having so oh, much. Oh yeah, you know what? This is very. This is very Rashomon. Yeah, it's there's yeah. so much movement. You know, if characters are still, there's an absolute reason you this know this is yeah shit this is a very kurosawa-esque there's a lot of people t- walking into the camera then it turning mm-hmm. and fall and then the focus changes yeah just by the camera turning yeah exactly and it's it's that kind of you know it's like he's Some using great staging yeah it yeah. this is one of the best staged movies i've ever seen it like it tells you everything you need to know you know just by where the camera is pointing yeah i feel like maybe again this is one of those movies 
and act like the smart guy here, uh, is one of those movies where maybe people learned all the wrong lessons. Yes, where, exactly. Where the good stuff, I mean, this film is great, start, stop. From start to finish, this movie's fucking great. But mm-hmm. everybody pays attention to like all the action staging and all the horror scenes. Mm-hmm. But really, those don't work if the island is boring. Exactly. And the island never becomes boring, even though, ostensibly, what's the plot of the island? Uh, Roy Scheider is nervous, and there's a mayor who's looking to make money. Because he, because Spielberg That's knows boring. that... Spielberg understood that the beginning would be boring if he didn't have all of these moments and uh camera movements and it's only 10 minutes between when chrissy gets eaten and the scene starts where alice kittner gets eaten oh wow really yeah it's 10 minutes between shark attacks huh it's crazy uh yeah i mean again just real quick this is not a hard and fast rule but i remember talking to a producer a friend of mine and he was saying like if you can't if I don't know what your film's about in 20 pages, which amounts to 20 minutes, I, it's a bad movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, you gotta get you gotta get things going. This movie tells you, and then uh, it's not too far after like the 20 minute mark uh, that that Richard Dreyfus appears. Mm-hmm. Like they they build him up, but mm-hmm. Richard Dreyfus does not appear immediately. Going like, I know sharks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and they quint even like they they he comes they put in and he leaves and he. And, like, that, like, let's talk about that scene real quick. It's great. Uh, it's been parodied a million times. But what's great about that scene, which he's just like, I'll kill your bird. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, buddy, we're talking about sharks. Porkers? Like, You're bu- talking about porkers? Okay. Okay, sir. <laughs> I don't know who let you in. <laughs> but, like, his whole pitch is like, I'll kill your, I'll kill your bird. And I'll gut it, too. Uh, if anybody needs me, I'll be drunk on a boat. Which boat? You know which boat. Like, he just leaves. Like, mm-hmm. what was your pitch? Like, yeah. he c- comes in real, underselling himself, folks. Yeah. Folks, you're worth, you're worth your own time. Don't ever self-deprecate. Quint has lived a life mm-hmm. where he has is, he is internalized all of that, of just like, well, I'm a drunk sailor. And also, uh, good for Robert Shaw being allowed to do his own accent for once. Yeah. Of just like, all right, so I'm thinking he's going to be an, a local. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Okay, well, you are Robert Shaw. Um, you're very frightening. I don't know why George Lucas. Uh, I don't know why Spielberg <laughs> sounds exactly like George Lucas, but I'm sure he was there to help. Okay, well, there's pl- that story please, of like Mr. Shaw, just let me go. Drink, drink it, you fucking, you cunt. Come on, drink it. I'm trying to I remember. Just, I want to go home. Who was there? But there's the story of like Steven Spielberg showing like Brian De Palma, Martin Scorsese, George Lucas, like the shark. Like, he was showing them, like, all proud of, like, how much they were letting him spend on the shark. And they're, like, looking at it and, like, talking about what they're going to do. Because he can see, he can see what the shark is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, one of them touches it wrong. And, like, it seems like it might break. And they, like, scatter, like, little kids. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, all of a sudden remember they're, like, all in their early 20s and can be kicked out of Hollywood at any time. Oh, yeah. I probably should have been. I mean, even, the, even with success, just kick them right out. Uh, so. Actually, let's talk about the shark real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, this is one thing about the movie. That shark does look like shit. It does. But having that... seen this movie m- many, like in parts, many mm-hmm. times, and knowing mm-hmm. the tricks, and no- having seen the shark outside of the water and how fucking bad it looks, that shark looks like shit. Here's the thing. I here here's what I will say. Oh, here's what I'll say in its you defense. You found a new. Sorry, folks. Green yeah, just like just bump. punched uh, his his mic screen. Was mm-hmm. a pop screen. So basically, Cruz has uh, one more thing. Gotten rid of a problem and now invented a new problem. Which fo- there's a lesson in here, folks. I don't know what it is. Real sharks don't look real. 
The sharks on video look pretty. On the the, the B roll, the Jacques Cousteau mm. B roll look pretty real. There's one shot of also, a shark. That's that your looks argument like, of like, aha, real life looks like shit. Like, mm. no, nobody. Well, we never see that shark's face. We only see its like tail thrashing around the you, little you, miniature no, you, cage. There is, there is a face. Yeah. You see, there there is a face shot of that shark. Okay. There is a there is a hero shot. Mm-hmm. That the shark got slimmer. that shark got its SAG card from because of this movie. It's funny. It's funny that like it goes from the mechanical shark to the to the real shark, and it's like one of those stunt performers that looks nothing like the the stand the actor that yeah, they're standing a shark in with for. a wig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> very confusing. Um, well, if we uh, Steven Spielberg's like, well, if we put a motorcycle helmet on there, the producer's like, well, if we put a motorcycle helmet on, it's like, no. Steven Spielberg's like, no, we want to see the shark's face. Here's the thing: okay, the cinematographer's trying to figure out how to get around this. When we don't see the shark, the movie is scary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Once we do see the shark, it's not nearly as scary, but now it's not a a horror movie. It's an adventure movie. Yeah. So it's okay watching them fight a mechanical shark, you know? That's oh, yeah. still fun. I mean, it's, it's and Robert Shaw getting eaten by that shark is totally ridiculous. It's insane. Oh yeah, and and, and ridiculous looking, but it's awesome as fuck to look at. Oh, I mean, like that's that is the one where that's the the yes, it works. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> having having seen that shark many times in the Universal Studios tour, mm-hmm. uh, but like, I mean, yes, it works. It works in the same way that like a lot of 1970s films work, like mm-hmm. Alien. Mm-hmm. You watch Alien as many times as I've watched. That alien looks like shit. The one scene in Alien where you see the whole alien and it's given like those jazz hands, like ha. Uh, you see more. You see more of it later, but mm-hmm. yeah, like definitely, it's like that's rubber. Or but, when like, you... it's better. It's it's still more frightening because even though it's a it's rubber bullshit, mm-hmm. it's cooler and it looks better than CGI. Of going like ah, oh, this alien looks perfect. And you go yeah. well, no. It's it not real. Yeah, like, it doesn't move like anything. You oh, know. You, oh, oh, we can make something look like anything. Like, who yeah. cares? Make yeah. a suit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I absolutely I don't, agree. I don't know what this is. I'm sure there is some psychological, like, I'm sure somebody has a master's degree that has a very cute fr- phrasing for this. But the idea th- that something that looks fake looks better mm-hmm. and is more interesting than something that is perfect looking. I, it's not, it's not, it's, it's adjacent to the uncanny valley it's probably similar but but it's like it looks better if it's uncannier yeah. i don't know i look this up somebody yeah, look somebody the, somebody send me somebody hit me up on twitter that might be it it might be that it looks somewhat wrong that makes it makes it scary well you also know it's it's physical like mm-hmm. that's the other thing you yeah, know yeah. like as shitty as this foam rubber shark is it's got weight whereas like again i like you know, again, we talked. About, I talked about Alien the Covenant. Jurassic, Jurassic World dinosaurs. Yeah, I mean, I because I don't even want to talk about those movies. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk about movie a movie I've seen with Alien Covenant. It's it's there's a lot of practical effects, but like once the alien appears in CGI, like that's a cool action scene. Mm. But also, who cares? You can do anything. Actually, I'll say that one isn't as bad because I think those scenes work. But again, the thing that depresses me, and just having seen the trailers on Jurassic World, is that there's a wonder and. And I don't think it's just because I was five when I saw those movies. Mm-hmm. There's a wonder and a majesty to that initial film mm-hmm. that is why that film works. Again, it's everybody learned the wrong lesson from Jurassic Park. Whereas now, it doesn't mean shit. Because no. it's just like, there's eight, eight T-Rexes. Well, who cares? Yeah. Anybody can make eight T-Rexes. And actually, sorry, this is this will lead back into Jaws. 
the reason Jurassic Park works and the reason this film worked is because people react to it. Mm-hmm. If maybe that's what it is. You just throw up a shitty blob and Roy Scheider goes, oh, fuck. You yeah. go like, oh, Roy Scheider's scared. I'm scared now. Right. Whereas Roy Scheider looks at a shitty blob and goes, uh, or like, I don't know. Ray Milland, some well, that, some actor I do not care for. Well, the plot of the Jura- of Jurassic World was that nobody cared about the dinosaurs. Which again, which again, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you, you outsmarted yourself on mm-hmm. this one. Like, look how crappy these dinos are. Like, we, that's your pitch. Yeah, we're gonna spend two hundred million dollars on. Th- I guess it worked, but, uh, but no, but like the thing about Jurassic Park, and again, this is just Spielberg, uh, being really good at his job. Yep, uh, is that. You have Alan Grant, who's the crustiest, most boring-looking professor-ass person in the world, show up, and he sees those brontosauruses, which don't look great now, mm-hmm. just because the, the way CGI works. Uh, he's like, whoa, mm-hmm. oh, bro, dinos, yeah. mm-hmm. and you believe it, because there's like a wonder, and there's a weight to, to yeah. a reaction like that, and you, you get that in this movie. Hey, you- I get that when... King Kong opens those gates. Yeah. That is amazing. You and Hitler, but... (laughs) Something in common. Urban, you know, one more thing. Urban Legend, that's apparently his favorite film. I don't believe it, but... Wait, well, is he still alive? Yeah, the movie came out in the 20s. Okay. Yeah, no, it's his current favorite movie. Adolf Hitler, famous 140-year-old anti-Semite. It is King Kong, and then Alien Covenant... (laughs) <laughs> that's a weird one. That's not even the best. That's not even the best Alien sequel. Uh, but no. So, I, I just think there's something in like I, I realize just about like these blockbusters and like big spectacle movies mm-hmm. is that you can get. Well, first off, actors are important in films. Yes. as it turns out. You I mean, I once thought of making a whole blog of like the really good movies of like just the reaction shots and just yeah. calling it calling it the blog oh shit there's a whatever you know oh shit there's a dinosaur oh shit there's a well, rancor well Cruz you, you're not allowed to do that until you have done the people in monster suits smoking yeah that's a better that one still the best uh, folks if you want to steal that from Cruz just yeah. put that idea I would out love there. to see that just link it back to the show that's the, that's the important thing so um, I think one of the the they hit on something that uh, I don't think was intentional, but, like, really made this adventure, this hunting adventure work is the fact that because the shark is in the water, and obviously you're not going to go in the water. You well. Can, <laughs> <laughs> well. Until the end. Yeah. You can have the protagonist and an- the protagonist and antagonist in the same scene and not have to resolve the story right away. Yeah. If yeah. you were making any other Monster Hunter story, you would have to contrive ideas for why, once they meet, why isn't this story over now? Yeah. Whereas this movie, like, obviously, there's you know... A, there's a distance of, well, just, like, physicality. Yeah. And yeah. That, that way they can see it, but they can't, you know, they can't get to it. And same thing goes with the shark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The shark, like, the shark becomes, you know, the shark, but for the first part acts more or less like the extreme ideas of what a shark could act like. Yeah. You know, because sure. there's there have been sharks that have been almost as big as that shark. Yeah, I mean, man-eaters are... It's a thing. It's a, And it is a thing that... I mean, this is based very, off of a real story that very, very rarely in the beginning of the film. There will be rogue sharks that... I can't will, believe they fucking say rogue shark in this <laughs> film, by the way, too. I'm like, it's a rogue. I'm just going like, wow, they were doing that in the 70s? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a rogue. It's a rogue shark. 
Rue. Shogs a real shark's a real loose cannon. <laughs> bring back Jason Bourne shark. When it touches you with its fin, it takes all of your power away. Boo! <laughs> Boo this man! Sorry, I had to do it. You are. This is. You should be sorry. No, you didn't have to do it. You don't ever do it. Shark talks in a real crappy New Orleans accent. That I'm on board hey, with. Shug. No, that would be a gator. If a gator, that's a gator movie you're yeah. describing. Anyway, sorry, Chris, go on. A rogue gator. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, no, that's just the point. Is like you know, it it works so well as an adventure movie. Now we know. I mean, there was just a thing on Facebook about like they're gonna go and prosecute somebody for killing a great white shark because, as it turns out, those things are just animals, and you shouldn't be killing them. The fuck alone. I was actually leave them alone. I was was thinking about this with maybe it was Jaws, and I'm just getting confused again. I was thinking about some other movie where it's just like, sure seems to spend a lot of time killing aliens. Like you, you. we went to their planet, you dick. Mm-hmm. They're just mm-hmm. doing their job. It wasn't alien because aliens don't doesn't no. have an, a no, 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 planet. wasn't it wasn't it was not uh, that one. But I was thinking about some other science fiction film of like, wait a minute, buddy, mm. you're just a dick. Yeah, you co- you fucking colonist over here. Oh. Anyways, but yeah, don't kill don't kill sharks, folks. It's a dick move. It it very much is. Do you want to look like the alone. bumpkins on Amity Island? No. Do you? Nobody no, wants that. Nobody wants uh, that. All those all those idiots. Oh, you know what? Let me just say before we end. Yeah. That scene with the two nobodies who are not characters, just kind of dicking around trying to catch a shark on their own, is such an incredible scene with insane. no shark. We don't even see a fin. We see nothing at all. It's just music and yeah. the dot going out and the dot coming back in. That is the whole of the shark. Well, this looks like it solved itself. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Well, we got the pier back. Yep. Okay. Figured it out. Well, don't tell Berla. That's my wife. Her name is Berla. So, Cruz, uh, do you have any, any final things to say before we get into our questions? Uh, no. All right, let's get to it. it. Cruz, is this film about infidelity? Mark Kermode, uh, peace be upon him, mm-hmm. believes that, based off of his novelistic knowledge, uh, that this film, is a, the shark, is subtext for... Uh, Roy Scheider's wife cheating on him. There's a such thing as death of the author, James, that I don't agree with in almost every circumstances, except this one. No, it's 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 not about that because uh, Spielberg didn't put it in it. You yeah, know? it's not uh, there in the screen. Also, uh, they finally add. I think it was for the po- not the post. What was the movie before the post about America? Um, uh, Bridge, Bridge of Spies. Spies. Thank there you. I was thinking just like dad. Cause I said dad movies, but mm-hmm. that was much wider. Um, is that they finally, like, Kermode finally asked him, like, mm-hmm. uh, is it about infidelity? And he's like, no, oh, I think it's just about a shark. <laughs> Which, yeah, I mean, that's of course that's the answer. I mean, David Lynch would say his film's mm-hmm. about just about a shark. Yeah. I don't know, it's just about a, uh, I guess it's about sharks. So he made a, so he made a book about <sighs> a headache. infidelity, and he had the younger, Peter nerdier uh, shark scientist be the one to cuckold the... Uh, the main character. Oh, yeah. Seems... yeah, there's I mean Yeah. He's he's also rich. Also there's some good jokes about him being rich. But anyways, this oh, film... hold on. Let me go there's one last thing I wanted to ask you about. What's that? No, I think I do know the answer to it. Never mind. Great, okay. okay. Uh this film gonna... is not about infidelity. Okay. It is about shark hunting. And it's about how sharks can break you psychologically like they do to Quint. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's like by the by the he's he, it's funny how like we we see him and he seems like such a 
roguish cool guy. No, he's just like all fucking traumaed out. Yeah, he's like he, he's he's basically you, as the more scenes go on, you realize this guy is falling apart. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty great. Uh, so, Cruz, this film's name, Jaws, mm-hmm. for those uh, keeping track, is this a good title, a bad title, or a great title? It is maybe the most perfect title, James. I'm going to say it's a great title. Yeah, it is a great title. Okay, so, Cruz, on the Cruz Flores patented scale of toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. uh, one being a shark, ten being a shark hunter, where do you fall? Where does this film fall? In, wait, in, oh, toxic masculinity, right, yes. right, right, right. On the, yes, the Cruz Flores patented scale of toxic masculinity. Those keeping track at home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, this movie is about masculinity, and so toxic masculinity does play a part, uh, both in the mayor uh, and with uh, Quint. Because Quint, by the end, like goes from a cool guy you want helping you to an insane person that you want to get away from. I don't know that he's ever cool. Like rewatching this movie, it's just mm-hmm. like from minute one, you're like, oh, this guy. But he guys looks like a problem. You trust him before the end of the movie. You trust him as a shark hunter. I don't know that I even trust him <laughs> as a shark hunter. Cause I'm just looking at this crazy old man going like, "I'll get you, shark!" Like, fuck off, old man. You don't know how to. Oh yeah, tell me how to. You got to sh- tell me. Tell, please tell me all the sharks. Actually, he has killed sharks, but I will. I will say. It, it, all right, you got least, one. You got that one. It, it comes as a surprise. I don't trust anybody that very clearly lives off of the place they work. And not only if you're that, a cab driver and you sleep in your cab, you're probably not a good cab driver. He decided to stay in more or less the same situation as the most traumatic experience in his life. Oh, well, you go with what you know. I mean, what do you do? Let sharks take the sea away from you? Not unlike Cruise? you got to get back on that seahorse. Not unlike uh, Darth Vader staying on that lava planet. Well, once forever. you get you know bit once, twice. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean. Closer to danger, farther from harm. The, the safest place to be is hunting the shark. Yeah, right in the lava. Uh, I'm gonna give this. Well, you didn't give a number yet. But oh yeah, gonna, uh, 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 six. I guess. I'm gonna say it's a six. Yeah, yeah it's it is features in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's ostensibly about that, but uh, I, I would not say that there's anything especially toxic. Yeah. Um, it does add. There are other problems of this film, but it doesn't. Yeah, it does not advocate for that. It either. advocates a middle path. Of Roy Scheider between the uh, the intellectual and the physical worked for Nam. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, real quick, uh, we just let's just go quickly through through the lead actors. Uh, Robert Shaw steals the show. Yes, he's the best. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, there seems to be a scene where Richard Dreyfus tries to get in Rich- Robert Shaw's face, mm-hmm. and then he seems to catch himself because yep. he realizes he's going up against Robert Shaw. He's like, "What do you want?" And Robert Shaw's just like. Ah, and yeah. then and you just see you just very clearly can see the math, and maybe I'm imagining this. You can very clearly see the math of Rich in Richard Dreyfus, Richard Dreyfus, famous over actor, right. just going like, I got I, mm, I'm nope. not I got to abort I abort I, I can't I'm not gonna be if I put myself in a situation mm-hmm. where I have to upstage Robert Shaw, right? It, it's not gonna happen. I'm gonna blow a hammy doing this. So um, so that's because he does the same thing to the mayor, and it works. You know, uh, acting wise. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so, you know, I get the feeling. I don't know if it was. I, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't chronological, but you see that happen again to Robert Shaw. And you're like, oh, nope, nope. As it turns out, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. Uh, mm-hmm. Robert Shaw steals the show. Uh, he is. He's the best. Um, I think Roy Scheider is doing absolutely pitch perfect Roy Scheider, mm-hmm. which is he's just sort of a weary middleman. Yep. A sorcerer. He do, He has a lot more to do. And it's mm-hmm. it's much uh, I think that's a more interesting role, but this is a very good like continuation of Roy Scheider middleman mm-hmm. roles. Uh, also, he's a, and he's a great dad, and he's, he's yeah, 
like, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so also, I think it's it's interesting that Roy Schneider is basically the much either he chose this as a as an actor or mm-hmm. it's it is written in the role. He seems to be a much like quieter person who mm-hmm. is like a much more reserved. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like the the big in my again because the way I remembered it the big conversation about them showing off their scars it's all three of them doing it mm-hmm. and there's a moment where R- drunk Richard Dreyfus is like ah check this out and you see Roy Scheider kind of like check himself out like he's going to step in and go I got shot that's mm-hmm. why I'm in Amity and not mm-hmm. New York you you almost expect that and then he just kind of checks himself and is like no like, yeah he, I'm not he's, I'm not. he he may be one of the quietest calmest. New York police officers we've ever seen in movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he, very clearly, he was just like, I'm not, I can't do New York anymore. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, like, yeah. Um, so I think Roy Scheider is very interesting, like, counterpoint to these mm-hmm. two um, Yale actors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I think also it's just an interesting choice to basically have a protagonist, like, ostensibly the, the main character, the, the main protagonist, who is basically just sort of ne- doesn't want to be there and you know what in anybody, until the end until in, he has to make decisions then he's like all right all right shark you pissed me off any other uh director or oh, they this character would be boring they would be boring or as or they would make the choice to make give him they would make him like chris pratt where he's fucking like popping off going mm-hmm. like oh, sharks blah, blah, no blah. he never pops off he never, you know... He's got some one-liners, but he's not like, well, you need a bigger boat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bigger boat. Bigger boat, Cruz. <sighs> bigger boat. He's just, yeah. a, he's just a good man. Yeah. Trying to, do a, trying to do a good job, not making a fuss about Maybe it. Maybe that's your Spielbergian yes. affectation. Yes. Of like this one thing of like, what if people were decent? It's like, <laughs> oh, you'll no, never stop, Steven. Oh, uh, never stop. Okay, so lastly, we have Richard Dreyfus. Oh, and you know what? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Richard Dreyfus. Uh, Richard Dreyfus, uh, with like the most like uh, Jeffrey Wright-esque affectations on him. He's got a beard. He's got glasses. He's got hair. He's, He's daffy ducking the fuck out of this role. Yeah, but uh, it's a slightly more reserved, uh, well, relative to Richard <laughs> Dreyfus. Uh, uh, folks, if you think we've yelled a lot in this episode, go watch any movie with the bad Richard Dreyfus movie. Mm-hmm. He's he is fucking spinning his wheels. Uh, but I think it works for this because he is playing an eccentric, and he is playing a very specific type of college dude, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize. Is which is uh, he's a grad student who very clearly is like, uh, my family's worth a ton of money, so I just study sharks. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna do what I want. And you're like, yeah, okay, like you you suck, and we know you suck, but you also know you suck, so you're actually good. You know what? Brotherhood of the Wolf was like if Jaws, the main character, was Richard Dreyfus. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You know what? Is Qu- who's the who's the? No, oh, we'll get into that later. I guess yeah. Quint is the is the Indian gentleman, yeah. uh, who isn't Indian, but anyways, um, Manny. That was mm-hmm. a character. Anyways, whatever. So let's get back to the questions. Uh, Cruz, what's the lesson of the film? What did mm. you learn? Just be a a good husband, a good dad, and try to do a good job, James. I'm glad that's a good one. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, uh, don't trust government, but mm-hmm. also trust the cops. Yeah, I don't know. This you know what? Don't trust the ocean. Um, which is I'm gonna say the government of the seas. Yeah, it governs the seas. I'm gonna. You know what? I okay. I'm I'm writing this out now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Um. I'm going to say I'm going to say 
like listen to experts. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's the lesson. Listen to people who know what they're talking who about. Who know what they're talking about. You know, you didn't get to it, James, but the, okay, this is not directly about Vietnam, but it is obliquely about Vietnam because it deals with the kind of anti... Uh, We're still in Vietnam when this movie came out, by the way. Jeez. Yeah. Anti-establishment, anti-government, uh, and just the fear of uh, of what's out there that yeah. came from Vietnam. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, actually just sorry, real quick. Um, I mentioned Helen Keller at the top of the show. Helen Keller died in 1968. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I thought Helen Keller like died in like 1910. No. So mm-hmm. one of the crazy things I just realized as I was setting up this is Helen Keller had opinions about Vietnam. Hmm. That's interesting. I was just watching a video about dudes uh, who were filmed for television talking about Lincoln being shot. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, now you when you have that interview, it's just in the White House, and they're going like, well, I mean, you know, it, well, that, that man certainly had his own arguments regards to that. Uh, so, Cruz, uh, let's we just... Move on. This, we'll move on, but ratings. What do we give this film? A of perfect course. score, five fins out of five fins, mm-hmm. or a slightly more perfect score, six fins out of five fins. I reversed mm-hmm. all the talking, so it's less impactful now. Six fins, James. Yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and uh, agree with you, Cruz, uh, ruefully mm-hmm. and mournfully agree with you. It's uh, it's six shark fins out of five. It's, it's great. It's as good as you remember it, mm-hmm. and... Fuck, this movie's good. Yeah. Um, it's also just like gritty, 1970s gritty enough. Yeah. That it's like, that's what it is. There's a kid just like, walking in the first scene with a little bit of blood on him. Not a lot, just a little bit and just being like, hey, that's a thing that happens. It's like magic. It's it's mm-hmm. great. Um, oh, man, this movie's fucking good. You got beach bums. This movie's good. Mm-hmm. This movie's great. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe it's just because it's in sand. That's what the grit is. That's, it's probably that's a one dumb of, joke. It's probably one of the most realist of... Um, Spielberg's movies, even with the giant mechanical shark, because people are just living their life. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, how many actual mm. contemporary films has Steven Spielberg made? Mm. I guess Jurassic Park is, technically, but mm. anyways, whatever. So, uh, recommendations. Let's get to our recommendations. Uh, okay. I have had a kind of big week, but I haven't mm. really watched anything all the way through. Uh, but why don't, why don't you go first? Um, okay, I'm trying to be uh, quick about it um, so that we don't get tied down. Uh, just a little bit talking about um i just you know there's three weeks now i've been to the theater uh, we went to go see the incredibles to abandon your child Incredibles. is he two. just gone ah uh, he's with good people james uh-oh yeah. <laughs> that's that sounds like a euphemism is good 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 solid people who are taking care of him right now oh um, shit no, no. oh i gotta go um so the incredibles 2 Yes. I really liked it. I gotta see that movie. It's fun. Dude, are you big on the first one? I really am. I it's probably seen my the... favorite. I ah, wow. Uh I should rewatch that movie. I haven't watched that movie since the theater. So it's got uh great action sequences, great character work. It does you know, it it, it it's really good. The story is bad. It's just flat bad. So let me let me ask you, uh you like it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it is – is it just that that is a, like, solipsistic thing, or do you think it's actually a good Pixar movie? Because they've been making nothing but bad movies, it seems like, for a good while here. Well, Coco was good. Oh, Coco. You're right. Coco came out last year, and it was mm-hmm. good. But mm-hmm. that was bef- – okay. 
it, they have not been on the run that they were on previously. No, they 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 have not. And lately, with Coco and this one, they insist on pittering around with plots that don't make any sense until the third act twist. And it's getting to the point where I'm like, dude, just show me the movie that you meant to make that, that that comes after again folks you don't have to outsmart telling a good story don't no. don't trick your don't like if you've got a good story just tell that story don't you don't have to trick people into you're just fucking yourself out of a good story but so i'm not gonna anyways. reveal anything because this is just the premise it takes place exactly where the last movie ended so this is less than a month between when robert parr mr incredible got involved with a uh, rich guy who promised to give make him make him make a lot of money to do hero work and turned out to be evil. In this movie, immediately after the opening scene, you know, which is just only a couple of uh, day uh, a day or so later, uh, Helen Parr decides to get involved with a rich guy to do hero work uh, for a lot of money. Uh, I think I've I think I've heard this. St- I think I know how the story ends. I, I'm not sure. I feel like I, there's one specific way this goes. It's not that it's the exact it's exact wanted. same story. It's the film Wanted, the hit film Wanted. But it takes too long. The first movie had an introduction, and then that part that I just told about was like maybe a half hour of the movie. It did not take a lot of the running time. This takes up almost all the running time, and you know exactly where it's going to end. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll watch that movie. So that I still thing, haven't seen Coco. I, I fucked up. So uh, Coco is, is great. This one is, is even better. I really you know liked how I it. feel about Calderas. They're, they're, they're frightening. They're frightening, but they're also, also delicious, James. Hmm. Yeah. Consider that. I don't, uh, you know, I just... Mexico, just give me some, give me the good stuff. You can keep the sugar skulls. I didn't give me, mean the, give me some pastries. To go that long, but like, uh, I guess I'll go uh, shorter with the, with what I really liked that I saw this week uh, was uh, Nanochka. Nanochka. The, the Ernst Lubitsch, um, Greta Garbo starring movie where she's a, a Russian who comes over. Uh, the plot is her, she, she's selling Russian jewels and the um, former, a Russian aristocrat, her lawyer, uh, is you know, it comes in and they fall in love. Great, yeah. And it it, it was written by Billy Wilder, and Great. they have that old world kind of like they're very uh, not happy about communism, as you may expect. Uh, you know, I'll give it to them in that case. <laughs> you know, um, but it it's just a you know, it's it's not unlike um, Sullivan's Soviet communism completely. Uh, unlike Sullivan's travel, uh, not not unlike Sul- uh, Sullivan's Is that travels. Ernst Lubitsch? No, that's not Ernst, Ernst oh, Lubitsch no, okay. movie. But um, it it's about lightness. It's specifically about lightness in the face of bad circumstances. So it's not a heavy movie. It's not a heavy movie the way that, like, Stalag 17 is a heavy movie yeah. or To Be or Not To Be is a heavy the movie. Apartment. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not a heavy movie, and though the those, those, those European actors from To Be or Not To Be, Sig Ruman and the guy who's more explicitly Jewish, are like the uh, Russian the first are Russian aristocrats that you see, and they are a great part of the movie because they just come in and they're like... Are they chorus? They're characters who are like, are always 
speaking or parroting the party line, but they obviously do not care whatsoever and are just trying to get, you know, as 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 many luxuries as they can. They're politically correct, comrade. Yes, it's great. It's a great movie. Great. It's not about a lot, but I would 100% recommend it. And it's it. probably like 85 minutes. Yeah, which is it's like real short. Yeah. It's great. All right. Is that on Filmstruck? You saw it's, that? It's on Filmstruck. Filmstruck, I'm sure whatever the fuck it's called. It, it, it's just, I'm sure it's other places you can find okay. a Nanochka. A Nanochka. All right. Uh, so like I said, I had a, had a b- busy week, but um, it's a lot of partially watched films, but films I've seen in the past, so I'll just blow through these. Um, a lot of good movies on TV recently. Uh, I, re- I watched part of Jigo. Hmm? Have you ever seen Jigo? I have not seen it Jigo. Is, uh, Jackie- is it like Geely? It is the exact same film. No. Uh, it stars Jackie Gleason mm. in the 1960s, I want to say. I think I've heard of this movie. Uh, he, it takes place, it's like shot on location in France, in Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays a mute, mm-hmm. like uh, like ju- like junk collector, mm-hmm. like a street person. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like finds an orphan and like takes care of this orphan and it's like it's that story. Mm. Where he just like is walking around and he's, in, he's, he's simple but sweet. And walking around, and it's like easily one of like the most saccharine, like cheesy films I've ever seen. But you mean like, it's a Jackie Gleason movie from the fifties and sixties? Yes, <laughs> yes. But it's an interesting. It's it makes an interesting. Uh, it's in, he has a very interesting performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though some of it's like embarrassing of like him doing the exact same like. My mimicry that he's always been doing. Yeah. From folks, go look up the Jackie Gleason show. Don't look up the Honeymooners is good, but. Look up the sketches from the from the Jackie Gleason show. Uh, he's a very vaudevillian actor. Mm-hmm. If uh, you couldn't tell from the amount he yells, um, but anyways, it's not a great film, but it's really interesting and also makes a very intriguing like companion piece to all of those other like early nineteen sixties films that were shot in Paris and on Technicolor, mm-hmm. which it's like charade. Uh, this film actually thematically and like cinematically is probably closest to like Irma LaDuce. Okay. Which is a great film. I would highly recommend everybody. That is a film uh, in which Jack Lemmon plays a Parisian police officer. Uh, and part of that film, uh, part of the plot, is that he beats up a pimp to then become king of the pimps. He brutally beats a man to death. It's a comedy. It's, it's a very light comedy. a very comedy. light comedy in which he brutally beats a man and becomes king of pimps. I would highly recommend Earl LaDuce. That is one of the top, that, by the way, not even in the top five craziest things that happened in that movie. Anyways, moving on. Uh, speaking of France, French Connection Two is on TV. Ah, that's the getting shot up with. Her- wait, is that Papa? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. the getting shot up with heroin one. Roy Scheider is not in this one. Okay. Uh, there's is that Frankenheimer. Get, that is Frankenheimer. Yeah. Uh, it's a good John Franken. Actually, it's not even a great John Frankenheimer film. It's not even a great sequel. But that film is much better than it has any right to be, because like, uh, actually, they were gonna make a French Connection Three, and I think that got turned into a Stallone movie. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, Nighthawks. Oh, Nighthawks, yeah. 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 We, we, should, do, we should do, we should do that Hawks. movie. Yeah. That, that, that is movie. our kind of movie. Uh, yeah, I'm going to write down Nighthawks real okay. quick here, folks. Uh, but no, so French Connection uh, 2 is a film that is much better than it has any right to be. Uh, it's Fernando Reyes in it. Uh, Gene Hackman is, like, off the leash. Mm. Like, in so many ways. And I fucking love Madman Gene Hackman. Uh, and that film... So, like I said, it's like a solid, like, B, B-plus movie. That's got one of the fucking just A-plus perfect film endings I have ever seen. And I don't want to spoil it. It's, 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 
I'm still blown away by the, how that movie fucking ends. Like I have, there is okay. like I'm se- like top ten and film endings of all time. Just like that's the last shot. And it's like oh shit, well, that movie's awesome. I, mean, I it, I'm, uh, hopefully it makes up for uh, the very very ending of uh, the uh, the first French Connection, which pretty much doesn't have an ending. Oh, that's actually a perfect ending too. Actually, you know what? That fucking that one's so fucking good. It it. Oh, well, we don't need to talk uh, about yeah. that cuz by the way, spoiler alert, we're going to be doing that film uh so in soon. Will we do uh the Ed O'Neill Papayo Papay Doyle? Yes. Yes, we will. We will be watching that on YouTube. Okay. Uh, no, 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 we're not going to do French Connection. Uh no, so anyways, moving on. Uh partially watched Real Ten Bombs again. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking great movie. Yeah, it is. Gene Hackman's great in that as it turns out. M- moving on. Uh few other things um I'll just go in fucking order. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. I finally watched The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Mm-hmm. I've fucking never seen that movie. Yeah. That's a fucking really good movie. I'm trying to tell you, James. There was a reason why they let this guy do whatever he wanted for a while. I, I Yes. You know what? You're 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 right. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I don't know if we've ever had an argument about mm-hmm. that. But, like, I've never felt the special need to watch it. But it was I was at a bar. Here's how good that movie is. I was at a bar mm-hmm. doing other things, mm-hmm. uh, and the movie. So the movie was twenty feet away mm-hmm. above me with subtitles on that I could not hear anything. Mm-hmm. It was st- I still laughed out loud about four or five times. Yeah. just reading subtitles. It, it's it was such a breath of air when it came out of other movies. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to think like there's so many bad. Judd Apatow directed yeah. and mo- mostly produced movies now. Yeah, that was part of my whole thing against all the Judd Apatow and like Seth Rogen films. It was like, from one of the 47 producers right. is Superbad. It's like, I don't fucking care enough about Superbad. Why would I want to watch a guy who's very clearly not Judd Apatow, the one guy who's behind all this shit, make a fucking... Fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. I don't care about McLovin enough. But he brought a lot of... I would watch McLovin sequel now. Old Man McLovin. Make yeah. that film. <laughs> He's 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 like burnt out. He's, mm-hmm. he's arthritic. He's seventy for some reason. He has a cane. Yeah. Still trying to get laid. Still same outfit. Yep. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Nah, that's it. That's just it. You know, when I saw it the first time, I was like, well, this isn't like any. You gotta remember, comedy before that was like just coming off of the Saturday Night Lives were over, but now of uh, the the eighties and nineties ones were over, and now it was like Wedding Crashers and uh, Wedding Crashers or, is. After yeah. this, I want to say. I think it's before. Yeah, who gives a shit? And um, yeah, and I think Buddy Crash is good. And you're you're uh, and, and, another, another film that everybody learned the wrong lesson from. You just it, it was just so different from the the comedies that had come right before. Oh, it's 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 thematically similar to American Pie, mm-hmm. just in terms of like here's some cum, mm-hmm. but like. Uh, there is something in that film that is like that the romance works, like the mm-hmm. relationships actually work. Yeah, as like far out of field as some of those fucking scenes go, which is like mm-hmm. no human being would ever react in any way like this. Mm-hmm. Um, they, there's still like a heart and like a core to that film where it just really, it really yeah. works. Um, so I would recommend the Forty Year Old Virgin. Uh, sorry, blowing through the other thing that I've been really into lately. Well, first off, I'll just say a couple things. Uh, I've been rewatching. I've been watching Kill the Kill more. Mm-hmm. That's still a really good like show that is based entirely around fan service they're like mm-hmm. we'll throw some teenage boobs in this show but also we have a we have an elaborate fight system based around your high school class rankings i don't know it's a it's a real du- it's a it's a great show i would recommend that if you have a half hour to kill um 
I've also been watching a very different anime, uh, which is Akatsuko, which is the uh, oh I can't even think of the fucking name. It's the Hello Kitty Company mm-hmm. and they Sanrio. Made, Sanrio, thank you. Uh, they made a cartoon about a beer drinking accountant, Red Panda, who oh. sings death metal. Oh, what was that again? Agretsuko. That's right. Okay, I got to check that out. They're like 15-minute episodes, um, and it's very cute, but it's also just a very good – I won't even say drama. It's very good stories about just how shitty being alive is <laughs> of just like, hey, working sucks a lot, and it's yeah. terrible. And like that is that stuff is very, very real mm-hmm. of just like, hey, you do a good job. Here's a bunch more work. Yeah. And uh, we'll yell at you. Uh, so I would highly recommend a Gretsuko. It's uh, it's very light. Um, awesome. And it, it does also get like the tone of like being 25 and not knowing what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it has a lot of – there's just a character who's just like – I'll just do a real quick spoiler. Like there's a character who basically is like completely unemployed and she's like, I just travel. <laughs> and uh, a Gret- and Retsuko's like, how do you do it? Or she's like – Retsuko's like – but but what about our dream? And she's like, Retsuko, the reason I can follow my dream is because people like you are working hard, and I can, and that's how society operates. And you're just like, is your whole pitch is that your job is to? I guess that's kind of inspirational <laughs> that like I'm making other people's dreams happen because I'm miserable. But it's like, I mean, this isn't fair. And now I'm gonna drink this wine with a straw. Because I guess they do that in Japan. Huh. I don't know. I would. It's a fun show. Uh, so, last but not least, uh, is the show that I've actually been really getting into, which is a show that I have put on for off for years and years and years, uh, which is a show that's also on Netflix um, called A Very Secret Service, which hmm. is a French mod spy show. Interesting. That takes place in 1960. When was it made? Uh, about two, three years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's it's basically. Uh, I was talking to Alex about this. It's basically. It is a more sati- it's basically Mad Men but mm-hmm. more satirical. Mm. It has that very like biting Gallic wit to it, which is like they were just like, oh, you just said it. You just mm-hmm. made a very flat joke about torture. Okay. Um. So if you know anything about like French history, or basically if you've just seen Battle of Algiers, you're probably ready for this for this show. It's not like there's a lot of in jokes about like uh, Mitterrand or whatever. He's later, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. De Gaulle we got some sweet De Gaulle jokes, but um. It's, yeah, very flat, and it's – I think the show is much more acerbic. Uh, I was worried that it was just going to be, like, this Kafka-esque nightmare where it was just a lot of jokes about, like, paperwork. Yeah. It, it, or it is it is not that. French humor. Uh, Yeah. Well, it's it's the two things. It's like, are, are the French making fun of this, and mm-hmm. you actually mean it, or are you just so cynical and burnt out that it's just about, a jo- again, a show about, you, you know, the about fucking uh, Camus – and it's it's not that it is it's a much funnier show and it does seem to have a philosophy which is which is nice. Basically, it's a show. Uh, uh, it's it's fuck. There's a lot to talk about on that show. I would recommend you watch an episode. We can, maybe we can talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there's a lot of smoking indoors and there's a lot of people like drinking during the daytime. Oh, there's a joke that made me laugh out loud, which is like. Uh, this th- so the show is basically about like a young spy who's like brought onto the service and he's very idealistic and he's like we're gonna do this right and everybody else is like blah 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 kid don't ex- don't 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 get tired look it's a government we're on the government payroll yeah. don't worry about it baby it'll be uh, all right it, it'll be fine these things work out on their own mm-hmm. but so he's like very you know um 
like very uh it's a lot idealistic yes idealistic and like you know he's got the he's uh i'm basically just thinking of the the rabbit po- cop from um zootopia no oh, yeah so that okay um but uh so there's like a the joke I've laughed out loud a lot, but the joke that really got me, um, and I'm just going to spoil it just for the tone of the show, is, like, they assign him this, um, what some job, and he's just, like, going through, and he's, like, looking at, like, maps of Africa, and he's, like, consulting National Geographic, and he's got, like, his desk, he's, like, covered in papers, and there's nobody else in the office, and the, the lights are just off, and so you're like, oh, wow, he's been burning the midnight oil, and the secretary comes by, and she's, like, like, scared? She's mm-hmm. like, monsieur! It's 545. Everybody's left. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's a lot of that. Um I would really recommend that show. It's it's also it's it's also got a really great aesthetic. Basically, it's like again, if somebody just made a sitcom out of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, it's mm-hmm. that. Okay. Um so that's 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 the remains of it. Um that's all I've watched. Like I said, big week. Big, big week. week. Yeah. Um so yeah, so that's that, folks. Uh, let's get to the plug screws. Uh, so I actually have a plug this week. Um, I said before on previous episodes that I would be on an episode of um, Mostly Minutia with yeah. our friend Colleen Lind, uh, Lindel, um, talking about uh, Henry being born, and it finally come out. This will probably be several weeks later. You know, it's already been on the Facebook. So if you're listening, you probably know. But just in case there are just listeners out there, uh, look up. Mostly minutia, and I my episode will be on there, and it's a real good episode. I'm very proud of it. Um, I'm, I'm real happy about that. I might have this doing this episode has inspired me a bit, and I might have a YouTube video about Spielberg, real short, only about like three or four minutes long, but I'll I'll try and put it up. I, it's good, mostly done, but uh, I think it'll probably be up by the time this episode so is. Keep done. an eye, eyes plastered on YouTube. Yeah, for the YouTube.com, keep your eyes out. A quality interruption. That's where it will be. Okay. Uh, so for me, just same th- same basic shit. I can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash quality, which I really need to do. I need, really need to put that up, up front. i got to mm-hmm. get inspired by Alex Slater. got to get our shit together over here. But patreon.com. Yeah, someday. Patreon.com slash quality, which supports this program and the program uh, that I do with Alex Smith, uh, which is called World's a Mess, which is a dumb news program. So, folks, if you want stories about um, snakes, snakes mostly, people burning mm-hmm. down their house because of snakes, people losing snakes, people drugs going in weird places like snakes, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. If you just want the dumbest, uh, dumbest news possible, please go to my go to my uh, program. Stuffing drugs into a snake and then shoving that snake up somebody's butt. Well, you gotta wait until episode 102. Yeah. Uh, so um, we are we are back. Alex is out of town, but we are officially back. So just mm-hmm. pay attention He's to that. Got kicked out of New York. Yeah, kicked out of New York finally. Um, which it's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, he broke every law until he finally got to the one they they could not uh, look past. Is he running for office? There you go. Yeah, they're crooked over there. That's the joke. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so you could go do that. Um, all my social media shit is just on the show notes. I don't know. Twitter. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that, folks. Uh, Look up a quality interruption pod, and you'll see uh, pictures. And keep keep up to date with on, us on on what platform? Instagram on Instagram. Yeah, yeah go to Instagram.com/slash World uh, Quality Interruption Pod. Mm-hmm. I must say World MS Pod, even though you just yeah. So again, right. I do the thing where I compensate backwards. Mm-hmm. Like aha, no, uh, I got it. I got it right this time. I have it correct. Yeah. Uh, so Cruz, uh, let's let's why don't you sign us out. My name is Cruz Flores, and I have a toddler. 
Well, I'd, Cruz, I'd like to say farewell and adieu to Do your old Spanish ladies. ladies. Farewell and adieu to your ladies of Spain. For I am sailing back to England, and I hope to see you again.